The Lightning Thief, Chapter 19, We Find Out the Truth. Sort of. Imagine the largest concert crowd you've ever seen, a football field packed with millions of fans. Now imagine a field a million times that big packed with people, and imagine that electricity has gone out, and there's no noise, no light, no beach ball bouncing over the crowd. I'm Ava. I'm Eve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood. Join us as we journey back through a childhood favorite series. And see what lessons we can learn as adults from these books that meant so much to us as kids. Okay. Yay. Yay. Today we are talking about The Lightning Thief chapters 19 and 20. Oh my God. So close to being done. So Uh, close. Unreal. Right? Oh my God. These chapters are titled... uh, I just read the the t- chapter title. Oh my god! And I already forgot. I forget this every time I'm about to say it. Um, chapter nineteen, we find out the truth, sort of. In chapter twenty, I battle a relative, something like that. I really like shooting in the dark for these chapter titles. <laughs> yeah. Through the theme of honesty. Hmm. Hello. Oh. Hello. Uh, so, Neve, are are you in charge of the summary this week? That is what I believe. I am. I'm mid-writing it, though. I know y'all like to just, like, fall <laughs> to the wall, but I need to write at least something down. That's okay. a little bit. Okay, I'll give you a slow countdown. You just talk about how Sit for you to finish. I love these chapters. I think they're so good. They are. I'm excited to talk about them. Hades? interesting character oh yes we'll get yeah. into it after you does summary in three Hold on. two <laughs> okay one and a half you hear me typing in the background i'm like furiously typing my notes right now <laughs> one and a third <laughs> two and three quarters okay I wait what right. <laughs> Uh, okay. Three, two, one, go. Okay, we're in the underworld. Grover is almost dragged by his feet down to a pit, um, but they're all right. And then they meet Hades, and it turns out his Helm of Darkness is missing. As uh, He's missing something as well. He's really angry about it, and he thinks that Percy has the bolt, but Percy thinks he doesn't have the bolt, but surprise, he does have the bolt. And he offers Percy's mom um, in exchange for Percy given the bolt and his Helm of Darkness, which Percy doesn't have the Helm of Darkness, but that's unimportant right now. Um, so Percy chooses to save himself and Annabeth. You're up. Oh, I only got through one chapter. You only got through one chapter. A lot happened. Oh. Ooh, a, a, a lot happened, like a lot happened that had a lot of intricacies <laughs> that like you need to explain. That's true, yeah. Yes, a lot happened. So let's get into what we forgot. Um, actually, before we get into what we forgot, um, right in the beginning of this chapter, chapter, he, they describe the underworld and Grover's like they are poplar trees. I don't know if we remember last week, and we were talking about the trees in the field of Asphodel, and I said they were poplar trees. I do remember that, and I didn't have any facts to support that that was true, and ha. I wrote down in my notes, fuck you, poplar trees. <laughs> oh my god. Because y'all were making fun of me. I just didn't know. It was probably a defense mechanism. 
don't know. I mean, I forgot that. I a stupid little thing though is that I also forgot that it was Grover who got dragged almost into Tartarus with the shoes mm-hmm. because for some reason, even though he had the shoes on like the whole time, somehow I still thought that like there was going to be like um like a freaky friday moment and like percy was gonna have the shoes on and get dragged into tartarus almost but no it was like fully grover and like his hooves hooves, uh saved him yeah i thought the the percy wore the shoes at some point this whole time and i was like oh wait maybe not yeah maybe wait does he wear them on the empire state building i don't know i think they get rid of them they throw them into the pit right I don't remember. Yeah, I, I already forgot. No, me too. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, yeah, that was something I forgot. I, yeah. I realized that I, okay. Um, <laughs> I wrote in my notes here, they need some Marinice, um because my phone auto corrects to Italian sometimes. Oh my God. Um, but I. But what I was intending to write is uh, they need some maintenance. Hades, your crib is falling apart. When they're like all the like stalactites kept like falling, and I was like, "Damn, there really is no upkeep." But then we get to to Hades in the throne room, and he's like, "I don't have the money or time to handle all this bureaucracy and like keep this going. Like y'all killing people too fast." I. For some weird, messed up reason, I related to his, like, little monologue so hard. He was like, I just want to keep everything in order all the time, but everything is so much at once, and my mind just goes a million miles an hour. Don't yell at me. Like, I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Also, Elysium is just, like, a gated community. I hate it. I don't want to go to it like live in suburbia the relic rest of eternity (laughs) damn like the other options aren't good but like right I don't know would Elysium look different for different people that's a good question yeah that is a good question because I feel like it's kind of like the good place. TM. But like the real good place. <laughs> yeah. no, no spoilers for the yeah, good no place. Yeah, no Ah, okay. Um, what else did we forget? I forgot that humans, more specifically police officers, roll up to the fight between Percy and Ares. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, me too. I totally forgot that had an audience. Like I did not realize. I also wrote that. I forgot they have an audience. Okay. <laughs> oh, also I there was this like little moment where they like pop up out of the things out of the like bubbles that they got out of the underworlds with and they pass a surfer and the surfer was like and Percy's like, "Oh, the surfer was muttering something about bad mushrooms." <laughs> and I was like, wow, oh, damn, never that got was, that. That was my sasmore. <laughs> oh, no. Damn, I sorry, I spoiled that for no, you. I'm going to still use it. <laughs> no, and I forgot for some reason. It, oh, my God, it made me so, like, nervous when they were, like, 
they were going up from the bottom of the uh it's a bay right sort of like the bottom of the bay um you know to the surface i was like oh they're gonna get the bends they're gonna get the bends and i was like oh they're demigods <laughs> <laughs> so worried about They're them. protected like, from the bend oh yeah that's yeah. true like so percy percy can survive being underwater but like they don't talk about like the concept of like how pressure will affect him you know exactly and so i was freaked out about that i was like their poor ears are gonna like bleed and they're gonna get the bends like but then as far as we know they didn't so it's like how deep can percy go oh. before like the pressure affects it like does the pressure affect him that's a good question yeah. I feel like it was mentioned somewhere. I feel like we'll find out sometime. Yeah. I feel like one of our listeners knows. Yeah. Someone tell us. Comment on our most recent Instagram post if you remember how pressure affects Percy. <laughs> yes, please. Honestly, I need to know. We must know. Um, I wrote... I have no idea why I wrote this down, but I wrote... My biggest enemy is me, Papa Nine One One. Like the the lyric, the Lady Gaga lyrics. Yeah, um, oh my god, because Nine One One is said once in this chapter, mm-hmm. set of chapters. I don't remember where, but like I remember here, like reading it. Right, I was like, oh my god, I didn't put anything for the context of what triggered me to write that, but I did write it down. It's oh, funny. oh my god, Grover's eyes go slit like a a goat yeah. when he's scared. <laughs> That freaked me out to read. I that, just found it so funny. I don't like it. I don't like it. Like the concept of your eyes like changing into slits. Oh my god. I did not want to Dude, see it. Dude, can you I, imagine? I think that is literally so funny. I would freak. No, because I thought about like people I knew and if like their eyes turned. Oh my god. No. <laughs> I just can't think about it. It's so strange to me. Oh, and we finally found out the, like, who Medusa sells to. Like, we know in the Medusa chapter, I was, like, so hung up on uh, Medusa's business plan, like, what she's doing <laughs> with all that. We finally figure out where those statues be going. Wait, I didn't make that connection at all. Literally, it describes the H- Hades' palace and is like, oh, statues by Medusa outside. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, look at you forgetting the stuff you just read. Listen, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I am one to speak about this. Ooh, know what I didn't like? I was very put off by the description of Hades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they're like, he looks like a terrorist. And I was like, I don't. Ed, he looked like I don't. Hitler and I hated that yeah i was like i i see what is being went for here yeah. uh it's a little off yeah they also i don't know that was my like legit issue i mean i don't know but um also it just unnerved me because they were like they just like an adjective that rick riordan used to describe the way he spoke was oily Ooh, it made me think of Snape. Oh my god. No, I know. Imagine Alan Rickman playing Hades. That would have been so much better than what we got. <laughs> I him again, I forget. 
I don't remember his name. It wasn't Russell Brand, but he looked like Russell Brand. No, that's so true. Honestly, that would have been better. (laughs) Oh, someone I don't... Also, Persephone is not in it. Yeah. (laughs) Where did they get that from? Oh, these chapters made me so mad about them. Persephone realistically would not be there. It's yeah. the summer. Summer. She's. What? Why would she be there? Yeah, and they even talk about that in this chapter. Like, oh, this is why Persephone's not there. And then in the movie, I. Okay, we're not here to talk about the movie. But these chapters made me hate the movie even more than I already do. <laughs> me too. Because these chapters are so good, and nothing that happens in these chapters is in the movie. Yeah, I agree. I think they just wanted Rosario Dawson in their movie so badly. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I respect it. I do love Rosario Dawson. Yeah. And she is honestly fantastic in it. She's great. Yeah. <laughs> when she has the hellhounds and she's like, Viva! Magiatsu! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know the part. Uh, also, the plan, the plan is so smart. Like, Cronus's mm-hmm. plan and, like, Ares' plan. Like, it's it's pretty smart. It's not really Ares' oh, plan. That gave him too much credit. <laughs> no, Ares didn't come up with this. He's just kind of, like, playing things out. Yeah. I don't really know if it's, like... I guess it is smart. I guess. It's just, like, I feel like infiltrating people, like... Aries that's like so wrapped up in everything it becomes quite obvious pretty quickly Hmm. yes but also like it was very thorough like they did a good job like pitting all the gods against each other it comes very close to succeeding like very very close it does if Percy would have died which like he was pretty much going to Honestly, the only reason that this war doesn't start is because Annabeth and Grover are there to keep Percy alive. Yeah. Honestly, without Annabeth, they would all be dead. Yeah, like, where would Percy be? Honestly, you could say that for the entire book series. That's so right? true. Without Annabeth, they would all be dead. That's very true. Annabeth and trying to get Percy to Los Angeles is what this book should be called. Yeah. Sure. I had go through and rename all the, the Percy Jackson books around Annabeth. That honestly. Yeah. Percy Jackson and Annabeth single-handedly defeats the Cyclops and saves Grover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Annabeth. And I'm not really in this book, but we all wish she was. Yeah. I'm not going to keep going with this because I'm already tired of the bit, but. (laughs) (laughs) That checks. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. 
Okay, so our theme. Honesty. There's not a lot of it in this chapter. Not a lot of people being honest. No. <laughs> well, actually, this is where all the lies from the entire book come to light. Not all of them, but most of them. I I don't know if it's just because I know what happens, but like it does seem pretty clear to like figure out the missing pieces in these chapters. Yeah. 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 Because, like, statistically, Luke could be the only person who is the friend who portrayed him. And also, like, Percy, like, thinks about Luke. And it's, like, talked about that he... I don't know. It's his presence. Yeah, and his yeah no, I get lips. it. Yeah. Well, because it's, like, they, he talks about Percy... Uh, not Percy. Percy thinks about Annabeth and Grover and is like, these are definitely not the friends who portrayed me. It's like, Percy, you don't have that many friends. Yeah, no, exactly. And then, like, a couple pages Whoa, later... Whoa! Unnecessary roast! <laughs> <laughs> like, am I wrong, though? He has three friends at this point. That is true. No, yeah, but then, like, a couple pages later... I may- Maybe the zebra. Maybe, maybe the zebra? Maybe. That's real. Yeah, he was like, he was like, and Luke taught me this fighting thing, but like he didn't expand, (laughs) you know. Mm. Like by process of elimination. By process of elimination, if two out of your three friends aren't going to betray you, (laughs) we should check on that third. (laughs) Maybe he doesn't think about that though. (laughs) Um, I also got me thinking about the fact that everyone like has a different version of the truth here like Hades isn't lying like most of them aren't lying they all just believe a completely different truth and mm-hmm. so they're all being honest mm-hmm. because they think it's true because they've been told lies and lies are easy to believe when you want to believe them mm-hmm. yeah that's true period period any other places we saw honesty I mean this is grasping at straws I think but I just think Ares is such an interesting character and I would like to talk about him um sort of you don't see the gods be super candid with demigods ever um like that's kind of their thing (laughs) it's like how evasive they are um but after Ares and Percy have their little kerfuffle moment. Um, just a small kerfuffle. Just a little one. <laughs> uh, with a bunch of cops, yeah. But after they have their little moment, um, Ares is like, you have made an enemy for life. Like, he lets it fly. Like, he does not hold anything back. He's brutally dead honest with him. And... I just feel like that's never something you see with the gods. They're just, they're always so evasive and they're always so like, I'll tell you maybe the half truth if you're lucky, but I can get away with it because I'm magical. (laughs) And, you know, and he's just like, absolutely not. I think his anger overtakes him. Um, But yeah, I just thought that was weird and interesting. Yeah. That is, yeah, that is interesting. That like, I feel like, Ares isn't even strategic enough or con- controlled enough with himself to, like, lie that much. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like, he can lie when he's, like, told the lies to tell. But. Yeah. Other than that. Yeah, I also think a big thing for him is, like, his masculinity. And when it gets ripped out, his control is gone. So. <laughs> yeah, Rip exactly. that masculinity. <laughs> And then, like, Percy has to be honest with himself about, like, how his actions will really, like, play out. Like, with his, when his, with his mother in that decision, he has to be honest and be like, oh, she wouldn't want me to do that to save her. So I can't. Yeah. I thought that was a really powerful, like, moment for him and in like the story overall right it is so powerful that he doesn't save his mother and leave grover in the underworld to fuck persephone anyways (laughs) i think that deserves that moment of silence and i will leave that in there because no it's important it is (laughs) okay any more moments of honest sass moments I <laughs> oh no. Let's just reshare it. Um yeah. written down. The surfer screamed something about bad mushrooms and paddled away from us as fast as he could <laughs> when um they overturned his little board. Um that, his little wow. board. kids book, kids book, drugs. Thank you, that's all. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. that inclusion. Hmm. Mine is not I could look up the quote, but it's very simple. It's just uh, Percy telling a 11-foot great white shark to beat it. And then the shark obliging. <laughs> it's just funny to me. They, like, got up on the buoy, and he was like, beat it to a full-grown shark. And he was like, okay, turn around. <laughs> oh, I agree. I thought that was funny, too. M- mine is at the end of chapter 19. And they're leaving Hades, and he's like, bye. And he goes, and it wouldn't hurt to play with servers once in a while. He likes red rubber balls. Oh, that was sassy, but also, like, very sweet. Very sweet. Sassy and sweet. That's why we love Percy. Okay. Love Sorry, that's all I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. He's so cute. Oh, we love Cerberus. I was so scared of him when I was little. <gasps> that's so sad. Why? He's just doggy. <laughs> <laughs> he's doggy. He's simply doggy. <laughs> it's like baby, but for dogs. No, I don't know. I puppy. I'm, I'm. Oh my god. No, I think I saw. I don't know. I just think that the sort of versions of Cerberus I saw were like too menacing or too ugly. But then I remember. Did any of you guys, when you were young, watch Martha Speaks? Yes. Yeah. So I watched the myth episode of that one. Where it's like the the real dogs as Cerberus. I was like, no, you're thinking of Wishbone. I am not. You think Martha speaks? Really? Yeah, they do a mythology episode. That sounds weird. I don't remember the show really much. I just know there was a dog that talked. That's right. But (laughs) she was one of the heads of Cerberus. They were like like reenacting the Greek myths. This was my favorite episode. I remember it so clearly. Um, But it was like the least intimidating thing ever and then i think i stopped being scared of cerberus but oh i mean 
I, I just always picture Cerberus as like fluffy from Harry Potter. Big puppy. Okay. And our final segment, as always, we will give an offering for one of the characters each. And who would we each like to give an offering for this week? Um, I can go first. Because I'm going to say something controversial. But I want it to be different. Um, also, if it has a genuine reason. Is this actually controversial or is, it, or is this a ploy? I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> no. Um, imagine I'm like, Grover. Um, my offering is for Aries. How did I know? Sorry. Bum, bum, bum. Because, listen, he was not acting on his own free will. He obviously had Kronos talking in his mind the entire time and it it made me feel kind of bad for him like i understand maybe he shouldn't have like fought a kid as a god <laughs> but like it was just it 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 was kind of sad because he was very clearly being manipulated to do this and manipulated to go against people who he considers family just because of this one like evil spirit in a pit and it made me feel kind of bad like actually yeah i'm gonna leave it at that i just feel bad to see someone being so clearly manipulated to think one way and there was it wasn't even like he was being fully manipulated and that he had like he had no control over it over believing this you know because as annabeth says earlier um, it's mentioned again in this chapter, so I remember it, that, like, he is all strength and know that he, like, even strength has to bow to knowledge sometimes, and strength is all he has, and Kronos took advantage of that, and, yeah, that is my decision for the week. Okay. It is your offering, so I will respect it. You have a right to offer for anyone. No, I like it. I do I- like it. I, li- I understand your reasoning, though. I... I like Aries in a stupid way. I think he's so interestingly written. Yeah. Ava? Okay. Um, Along those same lines, actually, mine was for Hades. Because he said, like, at first I was like, oh, you're sleazy. Yikes. Um, But even though I don't think that about the god in mythology, I'm like, wow, he really had a lot of people doing dirty. But... At first, he's, like, this, like, demonized, like, misunderstood, like, kind of Severus Snape-esque guy. But then they kind of go into, like, how, I don't know, when he starts yelling at Percy, he's yelling at him because he genuinely thinks he's correct. Like, he genuinely thinks he's trying to restore order. He's like, I don't want conflict. I just want peace. Things would be bad for me and everyone else if a war started please be honest with me, your head is too big. And I respect that a lot, you know? Because I, I think, like, I don't, he's just trying to, like, humble someone and try to convince someone to be honest with him. And I think that's legit, especially as someone who's, like, overwhelmed every day and, like, doesn't deserve a lot of the crap he gets. Um, so, yeah, I just thought he his intentions were good. Nice. I like that. Uh, I almost was going to give an offering for Grover for his, like, volunteering 
to stay in the underworld. Annabeth did it too, but I just liked Grover's reasoning more. I don't know. But I'm actually going to give an offering for Percy uh, for giving up his mom. Yeah. Because he just really, that's the one thing he wants, like, anywhere. Like, he just wants to have his mom back. But he knows for, like, the greater good of everyone else, he has to sacrifice the one thing that he wants. And that is just really brave of him. And I felt so bad. And so an offering for Percy and the people who sacrifice things for the greater good. And that's all folks. Oh my God. We're almost at the final episode of the lightning thief. Read it through. Uh, We are talking about the theme of destiny through chapters 21. I settle my tab and 22. The prophecy comes true. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media. We're at Return to Camp. And also find us on Patreon. We have a Patreon now where we're going to put some bonus content, some exciting stuff coming very soon. And uh, also buy our merch on Redbubble because that's fun too. Please. It's so fun. And see you next week. See you next week. Oh my God, we're all waving again. (laughs) 